how are you doing? This is Dolly Barker at Life 411. And I'm so glad that you're listening today to, the, to this podcast. Um, I want to encourage you to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter so that I can keep you encouraged on a more consistent basis. Um, but I wanted to share a little bit with you today about how to walk in faith or how to operate in faith. You know, so many times we have ideas about what we think it takes to operate in faith, but then we don't get the results that we want. And so we get discouraged and we try to give up, but listen, there's something for you to do. There are things for you to possess. You know, we have a land here that we're supposed to be taking dominion over. As born-again believers, um, we are supposed to have dominion over the natural realm. And so we can take the principles of God, which a lot of people in the world are using, but they're leaving God out of it, so they're not reaching the fullest potential. But we could take these principles of God and we could apply them and actually do them, and then we would see the results that God has for his children. <clears throat> in Luke 17, you know, um, they're, they're doing some things out there in the world, and verse 5 says, The apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. Well, you don't get faith by asking the Lord for faith. And, um, you know, a lot of times that's what we do. We sit around and beg God for more faith, more faith. But that's not how you get it. Um, the Bible teaches us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So when you're listening to podcasts that are talking about the Word of God or when you're listening to a preacher talking about the Word of God or you're reading things about the Word of God, your faith is literally growing. So listening today is like such a wise idea. So he's telling them, you know, he's going to answer this. He's going to respond to them. In verse 6, the Lord said, If you had faith a grain of, as a grain of a mustard seed, you might say to this sycamine tree, Be plucked up by the roots and be planted in, in the sea, and it should obey you. So Jesus' response to them wasn't, No, I can't increase your faith just because you're asking me to. He says, If you had faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, which the Bible teaches us, if you're born again, you've been given a measure of faith. So you have a measure of faith. You have a grain of mustard seed faith. But he tells us what to do with it. He says, if you had faith, you would say, there we go. Here we are, created in the image of God. And how did God create everything in the world? He, he spoke those things that be not as though they were and things appeared. He said, light be and light was. He started speaking what he wanted. He did not speak about what he already had. He didn't say, wow, it's dark out here. He looked into the darkness and said, light be. And so Jesus is telling them, if you have faith, say it. And if you say it, it would happen. It would obey you. So what he's telling you to do is whatever situation you're facing, you know, sometimes maybe you're believing God for a healing. Maybe you're believing for restoration in your marriage. Maybe you're believing for a million dollars because you know you're called to be a businessman for the Lord. Whatever it is you're believing God for, the fact that you're believing God for it, that that's the desire in your heart, tells me that that's what you should be believing God for. You know, a lot of times we get real spiritual and we discredit the things that people are believing for when it's something that God actually wants you to believe for. You know, I mess around with these kids at school because I make all the kids in my school bring a picture of what it is they're believing for and we put it on a board and we look at it every day and we, we pray for it, we declare it's in, we call it in, you know. Um, and so I'm teaching them how to up, obtain the promises of God. And some of them kids bring things in there I would not want. You know, other people do not want the same things you do. 
And so we get to feeling like, well, maybe I'm missing it. No, you're unique. And the thing that you really desire is the thing that you should be trying to, um, to, to get. You know, I always tell people, you know, believe God for a pair of shoes. Believe God for something. You should be in faith for something all the time. How are you going to believe God for bigger things when you can't believe God for the small things that you desire? You know, if there's some bill you want to pay off, get in faith and start believing for it. But I want to, I want to you know, let you know that when, when you start speaking and your faith is activated and you sow the word into your situation, you start speaking the word over your situation, you know, the enemy then is going to come and challenge you. You know, it reminds me a lot of the seven sons of Sceva. They started saying, you know, you come out in the name of Jesus. Well, well, in the name of the man Paul preaches, but they didn't really know that they had the right to do that. So the enemy kind of gave them a whipping. Well, sometimes when you're starting off in faith, you know, you're going to reach a little bit of opposition on your way to the victory. The enemy's hope is that you're going to give up, that you're going to get discouraged, that you're going to think, oh, well, this didn't work. I tried to do that, and now things look worse than ever. That means it's actually working. When the enemy comes in the assignment, the battle comes, the struggle over the word. You know, the whole fight is over the word that you're saying. It's not about you at all. You're not a threat. Your words are. You know, you literally give voice to the word of God. And the Bible tells us that, um, that bless the Lord, you angels that excel in strength and do his commandments and hearken to the voice of his word. When a Christian puts the word of God in his mouth and speaks it, you are giving voice to the word of God. As you give voice to the word of God, the angels go into action to bring that word to pass. But then if you cancel it by saying a bunch of ridiculous things against what you're believing for, you know, you're going to have to start over because they can't do anything except what you're saying. And they could be standing there holding that pair of shoes about to get them in your hands. And then you say, oh, that didn't work. It's never, you know, and then the next thing you know, you don't get the shoes because they got taken back away from you because your words are deciding what's happening. If you have faith, you're going to say it and it's going to happen. But you're going to have to hold on to your confession of faith. Um, you know, and I know, trust me, sometimes I believe for something that's pretty big. And it takes me a while. I've been believing for this one thing for 15 months, 16, 18 months maybe. And, and it, it still hasn't manifested in the natural. But the, the assignment has been so big that I'm fully persuaded that the thing's already done. I'm just waiting for the manifestation. So sometimes things take a little bit of time. And the enemy, even... If you get it, he wants to delay it to such a time period that you're going to feel like, oh, God didn't do it. And then all of a sudden you'll have it one day and then you'll be like, won't even stop and thank God because you'll forget you ever even prayed about it. So I want to encourage you today, pray about everything and be thankful for everything in your world because at some point in your life you probably prayed about it and now you've got it and you forgot what all went on in the heavenlies trying to get that into your hands. So I want to encourage you today, if you are believing God for something, don't pray for more faith. He's already given you faith. You speak it and stand and believe, and you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen?